Chapter twenty six of the Narrative of Sojourner Truth. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Simon Wainwright. The Narrative of Sojourner Truth by Olive Gilbert and Sojourner Truth. Chapter twenty six. The consequences of refusing a traveller a night's lodging. As she drew near the centre of the island, she commenced one evening at nightfall to solicit the favour of a night's lodging. She had repeated her request a great many, it seemed to her, some twenty times, and as many times she received a negative answer. She walked on. The stars and the tiny horns of the new moon shed but a dim light on her lonely way, when she was familiarly accosted by two Indians, who took her for an acquaintance. She told them they were mistaken in the person. She was a stranger there, and asked them the direction to a tavern. They informed her it was yet a long way some two miles or so and inquired if she were alone not wishing for their protection or knowing what might be the character of their kindness she answered no not exactly and passed on at the end of a weary way she came to the tavern or rather to a large building which was occupied as a court-house tavern and jail and on asking for a night's lodging was informed she could stay if she would consent to be locked in this to her mind was an insuperable objection to have a key turned on her was a thing not to be thought of at least not to be endured and she again took up her line of march preferring to walk beneath the open sky to being locked up by a stranger in such a place. She had not walked far before she heard the voice of a woman under an open shed. She ventured to accost her and inquire if she knew where she could get in for the night. The woman answered that she did not, unless she went home with them, and turning to her good man asked him if the stranger could not share their home for the night, to which he cheerfully assented. Sojourner thought it evident he had been taking a drop too much, but as he was civil and good-natured, and she did not feel inclined to spend the night alone in the open air, she felt driven to the necessity of accepting their hospitality, whatever it might prove to be. The woman soon informed her that there was a ball in the place at which they would like to drop in a while before they went to their home. Balls being no part of Sojourner's mission, she was not desirous of attending, but her hostess could be satisfied with nothing short of a taste of it, and she was forced to go with her or relinquish their company at once, in which move 
there might be more exposure than in accompanying her she went and soon found herself surrounded by an assemblage of people collected from the very dregs of society too ignorant and degraded to understand much less entertain a high or bright idea in a dirty hovel destitute of every comfort and where the fumes of whiskey were abundant and powerful sojourner's guide there was too much charmed with the combined entertainments of the place to be able to tear herself away till she found her faculties for enjoyment failing her from a too free use of alcohol and she betook herself to bed till she could recover them sojourner seated in a corner had time for many reflections and refrained from lecturing them in obedience to the recommendation cast not your pearls etc when the night was far spent the husband of the sleeping woman aroused the sleeper and reminded her that she was not very polite to the woman she had invited to sleep at her house and of the propriety of returning home they once more emerged into the pure air which to our friend sojourner after so long breathing the noisome air of the ballroom was most refreshing and grateful just as day dawned they reached the place they called their home sojourner now saw that she had lost nothing in the shape of rest by remaining so long at the ball as their miserable cabin afforded but one bunk or pallet for sleeping and had there been many such she would have preferred sitting up all night to occupying one like it they very politely offered her the bed if she would use it but civilly declining she waited for morning with an eagerness of desire she never felt before on the subject and was never more happy than when the eye of day shed its golden light once more over the earth she was once more free and while daylight should last independent and needed no invitation to pursue her journey let these facts teach us that every pedestrian in the world is not a vagabond and that it is a dangerous thing to compel any one to receive that hospitality from the vicious and abandoned which they should have received from us as thousands can testify who have thus been caught in the snares of the wicked the fourth of july isabella arrived at huntingdon from thence she went to cold springs where she found the people making preparations for a mass temperance meeting with her usual alacrity she entered into their labors getting up dishes a la new york greatly to the satisfaction of those she assisted after remaining at cold springs some three weeks she returned to huntingdon where she took boat for connecticut landing at bridgeport she again resumed her travels towards the northeast lecturing some and working some to get wherewith to pay tribute to caesar as she called it 
and in this manner she presently came to the city of new haven where she found many meetings which she attended at some of which she was allowed to express her views freely and without reservation she also called meetings expressly to give herself an opportunity to be heard and found in the city many true friends of jesus as she judged with whom she held communion of spirit having no preference for one sect more than another but being well satisfied with all who gave her evidence of having known or loved the saviour after thus delivering her testimony in this pleasant city feeling she had not as yet found an abiding place she went from thence to bristol at the request of a zealous sister who desired her to go to the latter place and hold a religious conversation with some friends of hers there she went as requested found the people kindly and religiously disposed and through them she became acquainted with several very interesting persons a spiritually minded brother in bristol becoming interested in her new views and original opinions requested as a favor that she would go to hartford to see and converse with friends of his there standing ready to perform any service in the lord she went to hartford as desired bearing in her hand the following note from this brother sister i send you this living messenger as i believe her to be one that god loves ethiopia is stretching forth her hands unto god you can see by this sister that god does by his spirit alone teach his own children things to come please receive her and she will tell you some new things let her tell her story without interrupting her and give close attention and you will see she has got the lever of truth that god helps her to pry where but few can she cannot read or write but the law is in her heart send her to brother brother and where she can do the most good from your brother h l b end of chapter twenty six recording by simon wainwright